Hey everyone, this is Wesley Town. Welcome to Better Days Season 4, a conversation around making good when all feels bad. Let's jump into today's episode. Thank you for joining these conversations as we are trying to navigate how to make good when all feels bad. How do we live through this moment while experiencing the challenges and pain, and also at the same time, looking to cultivate our mental health and care for those around us? Today, let's open up the conversation around how to help people who are struggling in this moment. Maybe it's your friend, or your spouse, or a family member, or a coworker. Right now, so many of us are seeking answers and help during this unprecedented pandemic we are living through. To those of you who are struggling, I want to say that you matter. I care about you. You are not alone. This is hard, and there is help and hope for better days ahead. Last week, myself and a few people in the mental health field did a discussion slash prayer meeting for those who are struggling with the challenges of mental health in the midst of this crisis. We wanted people to know that we care and understand how challenging this climate can be on our mental health. And over 20,000 people watched. I personally have never seen so much interaction on a simple organic event on Facebook Live. I scrolled through hundreds and hundreds of comments just to try to see what people were feeling and experiencing and the questions that people had. That meeting and interaction was just a picture into the vast amount of people that are looking for help and hope during this time. You probably know family members and friends and coworkers who are struggling. You want to help them, but you don't know how to help them. You may feel unable, unfit, unqualified. Yet inside, you wish you knew what to do for those who are struggling. But I have encouragement for you. You can help, and you can do more than you realize. So the question is, how do we help people who are struggling? How do we relate to those people that are close to us who are dealing with anxiety or depression or stress or fear or grief or just feeling overwhelmed or taxed by this season? I would love to give you six tips for helping people that are suffering during this moment. First, know that all pain has a context. Each person has a unique story and experience to share. Each person has a unique story and experience behind what they are feeling. Even in the common sufferings of this global pandemic, every person's complexities are unique. Instead of trying to offer advice, instead of giving someone an oversimplified answer to a unique context, Seek to understand a person's context, their unique experience, and their story behind the struggle that they're facing. Second, don't try to fix a person's pain. We have grown up in a culture that offers no meaning and purpose around pain and suffering. That is why a time like this is so challenging and why so many are searching for answers. Pain in our culture is viewed as an infringement upon personal happiness. Therefore, it should be either avoided or fixed promptly. We try to solve everyone's problems. But what if helping people is not about fixing them, rather unearthing their pain 
and allowing them to share. We often think the role of helping is to give an answer to the problem or the solution to the struggle. And I'm guilty, like the rest of us. I would encourage you that this train of thinking is not a person's greatest need. Instead of trying to fix, the person in front of you who is hurting needs you to be present and enter into their story and the emotions of pain that they're feeling. Which leads me to the next tip. Number three, people need a relational home to process their pain. I heard a friend of mine mention this recently, and I thought, that is brilliant. People are looking for you to be a relational, safe, and trusted home to process their pain. Be that home for someone. Healing is often found in a relationship or community. You can walk with someone through their journey. You can be a safe and trusted relational home for them. You can be there for them as they process through a difficult situation in an honest way. Being a relational home to someone can change their life. Number four, learn the art of asking questions. Ask questions to open people up. Ask open-ended questions. An open-ended question is a question that cannot be answered with a yes or no response. Open-ended questions give people the opportunity to open up. Here are a few examples. You could ask someone, are you feeling stressed right now? And the answer would be yes or no. Or you could ask someone, how are you feeling during this time? That's open-ended. They can explain the nature of what they're feeling in their body and their emotions and allow themselves the opportunity to process through that with you. Here's another example. Are you stressed about your relationships at home? That's a yes or no answer. A person may or may not elaborate. Instead, you could ask someone, how are your relationships at home during this time? This is open-ended and allows a person to elaborate and share the relational challenges and dynamics taking place in such a stressful moment. This is important because it allows a person to share their story and process openly what they are ready to share in that moment. As we talk about what is happening inside of us, we begin to navigate and understand and make meaning out of what's taking place inside of us and around us. Opening up can be incredibly healing. That's why asking questions that open people up is so valuable when people are hurting. Number five, learn the art of listening. When someone is sharing vulnerable emotions and vulnerable parts of their story, it's so important to be present. Not to be on our phones texting or looking at Instagram or TikTok, but really present with them, totally into what they are sharing and the feelings that they are feeling. Listening is an art, and we're all still learning and growing in it. Practice listening where you are attentively paying attention and reflecting on what is being said. Practice listening where you hear what is being said and refrain from adding your opinions or advice. Practice listening so that you can truly understand the context of a person's experience and story. Practice listening that makes a person feel heard and valued. And then finally, number six, genuinely love the person. 
Every person who is hurting desires to be heard and loved. A loving relational home to process pain and suffering provides a place to process and heal. Think about Jesus. He provides a loving, safe, and empathetic relational home for each of us to process what we are going through. He loves us, and that is his ultimate declaration over us. When we feel loved, we feel safe. Love people who are hurting. Show up in their life and show empathy. I hope these six tips help you to help others. Know that all people have context around their pain. Don't try to fix a person's pain. People need a relational home to process their pain. Learn the art of asking questions to open people up. And learn the art of listening where you are present and you are refraining from fixing or giving advice, but you're really trying to understand their context and story and value them and hear them and genuinely love people in pain. That is where people find a safe place. I hope these six tips help you. Your presence and love for hurting people can do far more for them than you could ever imagine. So let's be a people of sincere and wise love around human pain. And you know, all of us are growing and learning, including myself. So make sure you have grace upon your past mistakes or even your present mistakes in relating to people who are suffering. The key for us all is that we're growing and we are proactively trying to get better. Much love to you. Talk to you again next week. Thanks again for joining me. I hope you were encouraged. I would love for you to help me to spread the word to bring hope for better days to as many people as possible. You can send a link to your family and friends, post something on your social media, and write a review on iTunes. Thank you so much for your support. I can't wait to connect with you again next week for another episode of Better Days. 